welcome back to another episode of the Adam Schefter Podcast. And on this week's episode, we'll be joined by Jake from State Farm, the actor Kevin Miles, who has forged business relationships with men like Drake, Paul Rudd, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Paul, and some of the biggest names in the sport while he does those great State Farm commercials. And wait till you hear Jake's backstory or Kevin Miles' backstory, whichever one you want to refer to him as. And, of course, there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. Some notable issues for a time of year where usually it's quiet. The biggest one may involve the Atlanta Falcons and Julio Jones. And what a lot of people don't realize is this has been the offseason in which numerous NFL standouts have requested trades and some have received them. It started out the day after the regular season when Matthew Stafford asked for a trade from the Detroit Lions and got it to the Los Angeles Rams. We had Deshaun Watson asking to be traded. We know that Aaron Rodgers has told the Packers that he wanted out. But what we didn't know was that at the beginning of the offseason, the Falcons' perennial Pro Bowl wide receiver, Julio Jones, told Atlanta that he wanted a trade, that he did not wish to return to Atlanta for the 2021 season. And so the Atlanta Falcons have tried to keep everything very quiet, very hush-hush, and go about their business in a way in which they could try to trade Julio Jones. And they have been having active trade conversations regarding Julio Jones for weeks now. And some people say, why does Atlanta want to trade Julio Jones? Well, they don't want to. They prefer to have him there. But Julio Jones, as he made clear in his interview, if you want to call it that, with Shannon Sharp, doesn't want to be there. He wants to leave Atlanta. And so I would look for Julio Jones to be traded sometime after June 1st when the financials in a Julio Jones trade make it more palatable for Atlanta to deal him. Basically, any team that acquires Julio Jones will assume his 15.3 million dollar guarantee and he comes cheap 11.5 million dollars for each of the next two years the Falcons save money by waiting till after June 1st to trade him if they wait then Julio will count 7.75 million against the cap this year another 15.5 million next year and that's why they can't trade him now because to absorb that full almost 23 million dollars uh just can't do it so Julio Jones looks like he's going to be traded, but Atlanta was waiting to deal him to after June 1st, and Atlanta was trying to protect him by keeping things quiet until Julio told Shannon Sharp, I'm out of there, and now everyone knows the truth. Julio Jones is not expected to return to Atlanta for the 2021 season. Like Julio Jones, before Julio Jones, Deshaun Watson asked for a trade out of Houston and doesn't want to be back there. And I think the organization's actions have demonstrated that they are not planning for him to come back. They are planning as if Deshaun Watson will depart. They'll trade him. They'll get a huge return for Deshaun Watson. And then they will set forth into the 2021 season with a new head coach, a new GM, with Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Finley, Davis Mills. So how's that for late May, early June? A Julio Jones trade is coming, but Deshaun Watson trade eventually, at some point, will be coming. And now we will wait to see 
how all of these pieces shake out. All right, before we get into today's episode, a couple of other things I wanted to tell you about. First off, for all you basketball fans, the NBA playoffs are all the talk right now. And who better to give you all those insider details than the Woj Bomb creator himself, Adrian Wojnarowski, with the Woj Pod. Get your NBA news straight from the source as Woj is joined by the biggest names in the game. Download and follow the Woj Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Also, The Ultimate Fighter, the reality show that brings top MMA prospects together under one roof to compete for a UFC contract, is back. Stream the season premiere on Tuesday, June 1st, only on ESPN+. Sign up now at ESPNplus.com. As for this week's guest, Kevin Miles, the Jake from State Farm actor, was somebody that continually shows up on our TV screens. And me and my great producer, Christine Luswell, were wondering, who is this Jake from State Farm guy? So we did a little research and found out that Kevin Miles is from the south side of Chicago, grew up a big Chicago Bulls fan. He's 30 years old right now. He studied theater at the Chicago Academy for the Arts and then went on to St. Louis to continue to study at Webster University's Conservatory of Theater Arts, graduated there, moved to L.A. to pursue his acting career, wound up sleeping in his car, and now is with some of the biggest names in sports and entertainment. Drake, Paul Rudd, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Paul, and so many of these men are in the news, we figured we'd put Jake from State Farm in the news and find out who he actually was. Without further ado, our guest on this week's Adam Schefter podcast, Kevin Miles. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Adam. There he is. How you doing? What's going on? Now, hey, before we even begin, yeah, yeah. do I call you Jake from State Farm or do I call you Kevin? You can call me Kevin. You can call me Kevin. Listen, I respond to Jake because I just know that everyone knows me as Jake. So I'm always like, well, who, who would I be being like, hey, man, hey, it's Kev. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> so if you're like Jake, I'm like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> But I'll bet you get that all the time. Like when you're out in public, and I really mean this, there might be nobody who's more recognizable on TV than you today, Kevin. Wow, that's so wild to even think about. Or to even come to, you know, um, just the idea that I'm recognizable. Yeah, e- even when um, people want to take pictures or they say that they can hear my voice, that my voice is very, you know, uh, significant, you know, all of that stuff is always like, oh, wow. Oh, oh okay, okay. I don't know. I, I'm still in the 
the the taking it all in, especially after after the pandemic, you know, because everyone was away. So I I just thought, yeah, yeah I, I've been acting for a while, so just you know doing some shoots. I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing a lot more than before. And now it's, it's crazy. And that's why I wanted to reach out to you because I thought to myself, again, nobody's more viewed on TV. Nobody might be any more recognizable. And you, you've got the chance to work with Drake, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Paul, the greatest athletes in their respective sports. Mm -hmm. You've been vaulted into this incredible position. And I have a fact of the day for you, Kevin. Do you realize that State Farm this past year during the NBA regular season spent $7.6 million on advertising compared to the next closest brands, McDonald's, T-Mobile, and Kia, $5.3 million. There were 624 companies that advertised with the NBA during the regular season. Nobody spent more money than State Farm, which means nobody was more seen than you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, wow. That's that's incredible. But I believe it, you know, all those guys, I could tell when we first started that they wanted to make this something big. I mean, they would tell me there's like, I don't think you realize what we're going to do with this, you know, because for me, I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to shoot some, some some commercial spots and I've got it for a year and yeah, it'll be cool. It'll just be fun. It'll be fun to to act and grow and see where I can go, you know? And so when I started seeing them, you know, uh, coming out a lot and everyone being like, man, I've seen you in four or five different ones, not just the same ones. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, we did kind of push them out during the pandemic and, uh, and yeah, it's just, uh, it's just super wild. And now my mom's here. So <laughs> she run away. She's like, hello mom. She's like, oh, <laughs> getting out of here. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, uh, it, it, it's wild, but I could see how determined they were just to to get great content out. You know, all the writers and everyone are, we're all the same age and we all have different backgrounds, but we all love the same type of comedy as well. So we try to keep it for, for, for everyone to enjoy really. And I mean, I, I mean, we just got to really thank those, those, those clients and the, the CMO Rand and everyone just to, for bringing it out there like that. Yeah. Cause it, it's incredible. I can, I can feel it. I can tell. And I'm just like still so honored to be able to be on that ride, you know? So Kevin, when was the moment you knew that it was bigger than you ever imagined? Were you out in public, even though it was the pandemic? Were you getting texts from friends? Were you getting, what was the moment you knew that this had gone to a level that you wouldn't have imagined when it first started? Um, it was a slow build. So I noticed it when actually, no, it, in a way it was a slow build. So I was in Austin and I was basically living there, um, on the, the, the set that we were using. And so gradually people would notice me in a mask and I'd be like, okay, so then we're like a baseball cap. And then they would start noticing me. And then I was like, all right, well, let me wear a hoodie, a hat and a mask. People still would be like my eyes or when I speak, and I was like, man, I can't hide that. I can't be in a, a mask, a hoodie, a hat, and sunglasses, you know, at night in the <laughs> store. Like that, I feel like that draws more attention than what I'm doing in, in general. It was that. And then I went to the Grove once. Um, huh? I was actually going to the OVO store. Uh, uh, 
And um, I was getting all that, uh, all that knock the gear. And I just went in a, a, a mask and a t-shirt and I was walking around and it was a sea of them all around me where I was just like trying to just walk and be natural. And I just see, saw all these eyes on me. It's a sad story, but back in September, my, um, my uncle passed away. So I went back to Chicago mm-hmm. and, uh, and even at uh, his funeral, people were asking for pictures and stuff like that. And it was just like, yeah, you're the, and I just could feel that it was uh, uh, just a different moment in time, you know, that, that it's definitely being seen by a lot of people. And then there were moments where we were filming in San Francisco and, and there were some kids that came up from an elementary school and they were like, oh my God, and, and wanted pictures and stuff. And, and I mean, I, I don't want to be that guy that just takes that one picture. You know how you'll see a star or whatever or someone that you like? And it's not like, you know, you're like, oh, man, this is Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, it's not like that. But you're like, I see you a lot. I would love a picture. And they're like, do the one photo. And then it's like, all right, man, see you. And you're like, ah, it's not even the best photo. You know, So I've, <laughs> I've, been, I've been prone to just being like, yeah, let's do one where it's like, you know, for the family. Let's do one that's for the, the friends. You know, let's mean mug one. Let's like pose or whatever. I want a bunch because... You know, I know these moments come fast and they go fast too. You know, I've seen some people lose it really quickly, but hmm. if I can just make it feel special for the moment that it is now, then I think, you know, for both sides, it'll be really awesome. And once I started thinking like that, that's when I started being like, wow, that's, this is amazing. This is a lot bigger than I ever thought it would be, you know? Just some nuts and bolts questions. You mentioned Austin and San Francisco. How many places did you film and how long was the filming? Uh, during the pandemic, we filmed the most in Austin, Texas. Okay. So, you know, everything uh, pretty much shut down and stuff. And, um, and, and a lot of our productions were pushed back as well. So hmm. uh, uh, we went to Austin because I believe that was where Patrick and uh, Aaron said it would be just easier for them to go to film. And so we did all the, the price points there. So, you know, the Parker promo, uh, the Maya Markdown, the Serena Savings, the Daniel Deals, like all that was in the same same place, really. Uh, uh, you know, shout out to the art department. <laughs> Making things look different. And Absolutely. same with the social media stuff. And, um, and so we were there for a majority of the time. So that was, I think I was there for maybe five or six months. And then five or six months in wait, five or six months in Austin doing this. Yeah. 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 And I would go back and forth between, cause I live in LA. So every now and again, I would go back and forth. Um, and, uh, uh, but, but mainly I was out there and so wow. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. You know, it felt like a actor boot camp, to be honest, you know, cause we were just going back to back to back really to knock some out because, you know, we were pushed back for so much. So everyone yeah. felt as if like, we've got a, really play catch up, you know, but I, I guess that we just kind of, you know, out, outworked everyone else. Cause it was like, even though everyone else is dumbing down, we're being like, let's keep the journey of what we were going to do anyway. And I mean, it was, it was just a great experience, a great journey for, for all of us. I think we, we learned, we learned, um, some good stuff. We learned some, some stuff that, uh, uh, uh not to do in a way. And, and, and we just, we had we had fun with it because we knew that, you know, it's a pandemic and a lot of people aren't doing this. So we we're just free to kind of just go and throw ideas out there and see what we can make of it. You know, all of us. And uh, so I was there and then and then went back to L.A. and shot some um, 
shot some stuff in my apartment. Uh, so did some self shoots. And then we were in New York for the, the, the rest of, and the pickups of the Super Bowl commercial with Drake and Paul Rudd. And I mean, yeah, all those guys. So we, so me, Aaron and Patrick filmed that first part of the commercial in Austin, Texas. And then when it was like Drake and Paul Rudd, we had to go to New York to do it. But there were so many, you know, regulations, you know, that it was just like, okay, do we try filming in California? Or okay, how about, you know, Drake films this part in Toronto or whatever. And, you know, kudos to 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 Drake and the team. They they wanted to do it in person. And, and that was just, you know, amazing for me. So did that. We've got, I know I kind of, Push it out there. But yeah, we've got some future projects coming out. They're not out yet. I've seen that they aren't out yet. <laughs> but that we've wow. done those in San Francisco. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I love that. That was one of the interviews that they had for me before I was Jake. And they said, you know, what are your what are your favorite or because I've done a bunch of commercials before. So just like, what were your favorite experiences? And I was like, honestly, it's to travel because you get to see new cities. You know, if you're I'm such a I always feel like I'm not doing enough anyway, you know, and I just want to yeah. work and tell good stories. Like I, I, I genuinely do just love acting more than a lot of things, you know? So, so I'll get lost in just like working a lot. And so I was just like, I would love it if, you know, I'd be able to go places. So that way on those days off, I can be like, Oh, what is this barbecue? You know, <laughs> I'll never see this on any other day. And they really honored that. So they really gave me you know, that avenue with their stuff. And I think it also gives like different looks, different production teams a chance as well. And it's fun. So, yeah. Which of the commercials is your favorite, Kevin? Um, I've got, I've got, I've got a bunch now, you know? So my, not just one, not just one, not just one. My all time favorite is back in the office, but that's just because it's with me and Jake Stone. Yeah. And so, Cause I, I remember the original too, you know, I remember, you know, saying that line. I, I remember thinking like, man, State Farm always has the best commercials. Like they're the <laughs> funniest. Yeah, they, they are like that. The she shed, you know, like even the beginning with the two guys in the car and the Buffalo comes up and they're like, oh, like a good neighbor. State Farm is that, you know what I mean? The guy <laughs> pops up, like they've been consistent. So I was always like, man, I just hope that I can, you know, be 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 something that that stays with that instead of something that you know just kind of like falls off with it or whatever because they do amazing stuff so my first one is back in the office because meeting jake and and the fact that he even texts me today is just like it's so wild you know so so i also am able to relate to anyone else being like jake from safe farm because i'm like wow i do the same thing to jake you know so <laughs> I'm like, this is what i want him to do if he was here today so i love that one I love the Bachelor one. I, I love all the beginnings because they're nostalgic in the sense of, you know, that's where I, that's kind of where I first started. And and so the Bachelor one, I think is great because I just love, you know, I, I love the scene work in there. And then I really love the, um, I love the Parker promo because that was the first day that I, oh, that was, that was the first day in Austin. And uh, um, uh, the character Parker I mean, they just allowed us to, you know, obviously improv and stuff. And, and it was the first time being like, that was the first time I felt like I was really dropping into, you know, who, 
who I wanted to be as Jake, you know, and, and in those situations where it's like, I take the, I, I just, I just try to kind of play it as like, yeah, these guys are, you know, our friends of mine, but they're just doing too much. You know, those friends who are over thankful and that's really just the energy behind it. So I love that. I love the golf one with Aaron Rodgers and I, um, I think you get to see more. That was also the first day I met Aaron too. And, and I'll never forget because, you know, I'm from Chicago. So, uh, you know, it's like, it's like Aaron Rodgers, like what, what, you know, <laughs> but he, you know, I, I've worked with some stars that, that weren't nice too. But Aaron Rodgers, he came up to me, you know, and he was just like, hey, how you doing, man? And and we talked and kicked it. We talked about Halo and playing that and the games that we like. We talked about our history and past, you know. My my father was in the hospital at the time and he talked to him, you know, and 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 told him that, you know, he, he you know, really liked hanging out with me. And it was just like, man, th thank you for just even saying that, whether you believe it or not, you know, thank you for giving <laughs> my dad some like, I'm proud of my son moments, you know, and. So it's it's those. Wait, and Kevin, and Kevin, you're you're from Chicago. Were you a big Bears fan? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 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 if you're a big Bears fan, what's that like to go hang out with Aaron Rodgers? I was pre-prepped. So uh, <laughs> so before before that, years before working out with uh, Tony Horton, he was training Eddie Lacy for a while. Oh yeah. So Eddie was there. So I met Eddie. So I already got my you know. Hey man, bear down, you know, to Eddie, you know, <laughs> workouts. But Eddie, I can say, is one of the best genuine guys I know as a person, you know, just as a good person, you know, looks out for his family, looks out for his kids, is very, very kind and giving to any stranger that'll come up, as well as a new friend. He didn't have to hang out with me at that time. I, I wasn't a name or anything, you know. You weren't he, Jake from State from then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just Kev. And and he just, you know, uh, he gave me great advice, you know, when I was struggling too, and 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 really trying to figure out how to break out and do things. So I already was like, I can't believe one of my really good friends is a Packer, you know what I mean? Like an actual <laughs> Packer player, you know? So then having Aaron as well, I'm just like, man, this is really hurting my heart. It's like, it's like, you know, being a, being a Capulet, but the Monocues are cool. You know, you're like, man, I can't, like, I mean, they invited me over for dinner. I mean, we're hanging out, we're laughing, we're talking. I don't know any of the capitalists. I don't know any of these other guys on, on the team, you know? And so, uh, so yeah, so I was already prepped for that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I joke to Eddie all the time, like, I don't know how I grew up in Chicago and now I've got all these Packer friends. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that I, I look at Aaron as like a, a, a uncle, man. He's just, he's just a cool dude. I know that everyone sees him as like really, you know, strict but like i mean that's the profession you know he, he's got to be a, a a sniper out there he's gonna be focused it's not gonna look pretty but i tell you when you see him in person down to earth guy and focused great relaxed ready to play open i mean huh. it was one of those things where you were just like wow i can tell you've been doing this for 12 years and and in parts i'm learning from you but i'm thankful that i get to just learn from you because this also isn't your field. You're doing this on the side that you've just been seasoned in, you know? And so I get to watch you and learn from you at the same time. Same with, you know, Patrick, you know, he comes in, he does his thing. I can tell he learns from Aaron as well. I could tell every now and again, he looks for me, but then with me and him, we're closer to the same age. So we just like, we get to joke in between and come together for the actual uh, 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 takes that we're doing. And it just feels like, 
it's my buddy, man. We're 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 just we're just here today. So so yeah, but yeah, I've i just got a bunch. Um, and obviously, you know, Super Bowl one. I I think that was just great because you know I've been listening. I mean, Drake's getting the Billboard Award Decade of the Year, and for me, it feels weird being like, wow, it's it's been a decade for everyone else. <laughs> But for me, it's been like 16 years, you know, of listening to this man and, and being like, man, he, he just tells great stories. And so seeing that and getting to work with him, I was at the Laker game um, with Tony the other day. And it just feels cool to be able to be like, I can just run up and be like, Drake. And he's like, hey, what's up? You know, it's just it it's a surreal world. So so all that feels <laughs> good. And, and even that, you know, just knowing that. Drake and his team really fought for us to do that commercial together, you know, huh. in a time where, you know, things didn't, weren't going to be like that. And, um, and they fought for that and they chose the take that, that we improv together, you know? And I mean, we did maybe like a hundred different takes, you know, just like different stuff and playing around. They're like, Hey guys, so, so far you all joke around. It's like 26 seconds and we need six seconds, you know, we're like, <laughs> you know, but, but it's, it's just fun and surreal. And I think it's really, you know, I love, I love the, the feedback that it gets. Cause obviously it's, it's great that people enjoy it. And it's great when people, you know, talk to me and laugh about their favorite ones. Cause I get to see, you know, what they like and what they love and, and why, and, 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 you know, I just want to come back for this second year and do better and, and, you know, give more or, or how can I, you know, ch change it up to, to, to be something, you know, even more in involvement with the people as well. So yeah, man, I've, I've just got a bunch of favorites mainly because of the experiences, but feedbacks are also great. You didn't mention Chris Paul. That was the other guy you had. Chris. Ah, yeah. Oh, and that's my oh, guy too. Oh, okay. That's my guy too, Kevin. Honestly, honestly, I Rico. forgot that they just released the new Chris Paul, or not the new Chris Paul with Alfonso, but our, all of our new ones. I forgot that they just released it. I think <laughs> yesterday or the day before. So you were trying to hold back the information on me, right? I'm not trying to give away the new stuff either. <laughs> sometimes I'm always just like, you know, like, oh wait, which one is out? Okay, <laughs> this one's out. They don't send me the text like, hey, just drop this one. <laughs> you know, you don't I know. Find out, yeah, I find out on social media. Um, but no, yeah. So, uh, 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 so we're filming the 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 Chris Paul ones that are that are out right now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> this is great because it was it was our second time meeting. So the first time meeting was the last Super Bowl. And it was mainly Alfonso and him. And then, you know, I just kind of play the, the, I'm just kind of there in a way. Um, but this time it's us, you know, and we're talking basketball. We're talking Kobe. Told me some great Kobe stories, you know, mm. um, him and Sabrina really. And I mean, if, if you can hear a great Kobe story from people that knew Kobe, I mean, I'm sure you're just like, you can just feel it. And I never got to meet him and, that, that was one of my favorite players because I grew up with them. I mean, Chicago, of course, Michael Jordan. But yep. I remember watching Kobe. Um, so we have – we. I, I feel like whenever CP3 and I are around, it's like the family barbecue for sure. Just because, <laughs> well, he, he has his family there, and I met his family before. You know, they're cool. He works with the same stylist, same barber. They're cool. They feel like family. I mean – uh, 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 Courtney styled me for my first appearances, Jake, at the All Star Game. So I already knew her. So not seeing them after a year 
when we thought we'd see each other all year was just crazy. You know, she, Courtney met my mom, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I feel so embedded in the family because they've met my family and I've met them and we all work together. It just feels like, man, really good. Do, do, do you, Kevin, do you root for these guys now? Like, are, I know you're a bear. Do you root for Aaron Rodgers? Do you root for Patrick Mahomes? Do you root for Chris Paul? I root for them. I bought jerseys and everything, man. I, I mean, once, once you know who that human is, it's, it's impossible to want them to lose. You're like, man, this is a good, it, you know, that people can be, you know, people can change or be, you know, bitter or just, or just, you know, not personable or whatever when they get to a certain level, but these guys still have their humanity. They're, it's impossible to not root for them. It's impossible to not want them to all have championship rings. You know, I, I of course want to be like, hey man, yes, even if I'm afar or, or or close, I want them to win. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've got I've got an Aaron Rodgers jersey and a Patrick Mahomes jersey. I can't lie. And I got a Chris Paul jersey. So I was like, there you go. There did you they go. give it to you or did you go out and buy it? Did I went you, out and they bought give it, it to you? Really? I bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, of course. I, I, I want to I wanna show my support, you know? I mean, it, that's where it feels the most real when you get it, you know? Because I feel like if it's given sometimes, you yeah. kind of are just like, huh, look at what they gave me. And then you throw it to the side, you know? But if it's like, no, I went out and got this because I'm watching him play today. Yes, you know, let's go. You know, it's, I don't know. I would do it for people I don't know. Why don't I do it for people I know? So, well, you got to, you got to hopefully buy an Adam Schefter jersey one day. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got it. you, man. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate tell me, that. Tell me where to get it. Is it Lids or is it, you know, <laughs> I don't know where to get it. When you know where to get it, let me know because I'd like to get one myself. Yeah, Lids. They don't exist. It, you know, you can do whatever you want. You can make any jersey you want. <laughs> Absolutely. You talk about nothing being given. And for those who don't know, you were an actor growing up and you were sleeping in your car yeah. while auditioning until you got the State Farm role. I was sleeping in my car for maybe a week and then I went into sleeping on, and I was reminded of this because I forgot of this. So my friend went to a, uh, uh, an agent and was just like, yeah, so she knows you. And she's like, ah, he beat out like three of my clients for the Jake deal. But she remembers me when I first came to LA and I was sleeping on her couch. And then she got me a room in a home and I just had, I, I arrived to LA with like two bags and a pillow, you know, Southwest, get those two bags. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so, so I was sleeping in that room and just like had my luggage as my pillow and stuff. So it was, it was, it, I even said today, just brick by brick, it was a growth, you know? So I was doing, I was doing okay, you know, uh, uh, before before State Farm, but it took some years. You know, it took some years where I could just act alone. For a while, I was food running, you know, and, and like my graduation suit, that was crazy. They were like, you don't really qualify for a waiter. I was like, oh, this is harsh. <laughs> you know, this is a wow. world. So I'm a food runner now. And um, so yeah, it was it was a gradual growth. But yeah, I was I was when I first got here, I was in my car for a bit. I had a friend that I I uh, studied abroad with in um, London who lived in. Anaheim or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you know, you can stay at my mom's house. And I didn't know how far Anaheim was from LA. So I was like, all right, I'll go there. And then it took me like three hours. I was like, hey man, I'll be here tonight, but I <laughs> I'd rather I'm out after this. I'd rather than get back in the car and, and sleep, you know, <laughs> a little closer because gas, you know, I don't really have money to be wasting like that trying to do all that. So so it was, you know, a little bit of a 
a choice in the beginning, but I, I was just hoping that everything would pay off. And I mean, I'm glad and it has. It, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure that we all have moments where we look back at us as kids or, or, or just younger and we're like, man, I really gave myself the alley-oop back then. Like, it's, it's scary to think about. It's scary to think, man, where, where, where in my daily life do I have that much courage, you know, in myself to just go out there and just believe that I can, you know, do it or, or, or even just want to see, you know, a, a lot of even stuff now, I'm just like, what are my childhood dreams that I just want to accomplish? Like, who, what type of, you know, stories do I want to tell? Who, you know, who do I want to be? And, and where's the courage where I just take that leap on things that I'm afraid of and just hope that I'll just grow the wings on the way down and be able to launch up, you know? Um, so yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely been a journey here. Um, it's been about, yeah, eight years. So what do you want to be? What's next? What, what, what do you do with Jake, this Jake from State Farm? How do you turn Jake from State Farm into the next great thing? Whatever that is. Mm, mm. I wonder if I say it. Okay. Uh, but uh, 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 well, you can't tell me something. You got we got a big role or something no, coming no, no, up. No. Well, well, well. I mean, there's 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 things that there's other things I've been working on. Yeah, but I think that I think that I just need to build my build my actual tools. That's what I'll say. Build my actual tools to give something more to the Jake experience. You know, I know okay. that I know that you know right now it's 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 new and it's fresh and that's that's great. But you know, how can I do? You know, more more charity work with Safe Farm. They do so much. We did so much during the uh -huh. pandemic that was just on Zoom that I wish that I was there in person for those people that really needed it or really just enjoyed me being around. You know, it's it, it's it's them setting it up, but I I enjoy that because I just remember you know those days of, of struggling and just wanting a helping hand, and so I would love to be there. I want to, yeah. I just want to. I just want to give more, and I know that you know State Farm. We're we're going to do that. It's um. It's kind of like, you know, waiting for things to to really get the green light to go. So I'm just waiting for those moments where I can just, you know, really, really dig in. I know for me as Kevin, I I genuinely want to do it all. I, I want to be one of the first actors that does the, or, or not the first actors. I mean, J.K. Simmons, Samuel Jackson, they they do movies and they do commercials as well. But I would yeah. love to be, you know, you know, Jake till I'm 60, but still, you know, being getting nominated for some Oscars and some Emmys at the same time. Like, I don't know. Why not? Why not? Why not, you know, burn the candle on both ends and torch it in the middle at the same time, you know, but mold something that looks cool, you know, don't want to burn it up, but, <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? I just feel like that would be a nice or, or a cool journey. And if, if it works that way, yeah, that would be the blessing. You know, of course you, you never know how things work, but if it doesn't, you know, I tried and I gave it my all. I think that's kind of the, the the best feeling is knowing you gave it your all, really. But there's no end in sight to the State Farm commercials. Like, this is going to be a continuous running thing where they're investing in you and investing yeah. in the commercials, and that's going to keep going. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And I just want, I mean, I, I want to I want to build myself to to have other tools besides just the the acting yeah. tools, you know, to to be able to you know, who knows, you know, uh, play with the Aaron or play with the CP3 or, you know what I mean? Or, or, or do some, some, some funnier things comedy wise and, you know, learning some instruments or I just want to be able to focus and 
develop some more tools so that way it can feel like that. That way it doesn't feel as if it's just something that just hangs and glides in the air. Like I want us all to grow each year. And mm. I know that 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 doesn't just start with me, but it, it it's 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 what I have to do because I know those writers are thinking the same thing. You know, how can they be funnier? How do what what scenarios do we want to put Jake in? Like, what do we want to have him do? I know that they have to think out of the box as well. So I should as well to, to be able to give them more. So that way we we all can, you know, make something that feels special and and a moment in time. So I'm hoping you've worked you've worked with some of the biggest stars on the planet from an athletic and musical standpoint. Who would be the one or two or three actors that you would love to work with Woo. in a movie? Woo. Man, there's there's more than three too. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you could you could give me as many as you want, but who are the guys? Who are the people, the ladies? Who are the actors and actresses that jump out? That look, you've worked with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Drake and Chris Paul. So who who Paul are the acting and Paul Rudd? And Paul, hey, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I'll tell you a funny story this morning. I'll tell you a funny story this morning. We have a dog trainer over our house. We've got five Labradoodles. Okay, hey. I walk downstairs. The and the woman goes to me. Oh my god. Has anybody ever told you that you look like Paul Rudd? <laughs> and like I took a picture. Paul. I took a picture with Paul Rudd <laughs> at the Super Bowl last year. And I've been in restaurants where the maitre d' has sent over desserts thinking that I was Paul Rudd and coming over to thank me for my performance in Clueless. That actually happened. Okay. <laughs> How did you take it? Are you just like, you're so welcome. You know, I, I gave my all. <laughs> I'm at the Super Bowl Miami where Kansas City's playing the right. Niners and Paul's a huge Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah, And I'm yeah. right by the field before the game and I, he's yelling out to me, hey, my doppelganger, yeah. my doppelganger. And we took a picture together, which I have on my phone. I can, I, yeah, I showed it to you. I man, mean, I, I love Paul, man. Um, man. Especially even meeting Paul, it was so funny. He was like, man. Great my, guy. He was like, my son, not man, phenomenal guy. I, I wish, I wish I, I always get, I always don't want to do too much and ask for numbers, but I wish I could just text him being like, Hey man, I hope your day is going great. Like he's that type of guy. He came up, he was like, yeah, my son and I were like, man, Jake is jacked. And yeah, yeah, you're, that's real. <laughs> it was so funny to just have him. But can, can, uh, can you see this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. You guys look, yeah. It's <laughs> like, you guys look related. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. How about that? that? Real. <laughs> like, so, so, so to get back to who are the, who are oh. a few of the actors and actresses that you'd love that would be a dream to work with? You know, um, there's, so the one guy that I just, I mean, I hope at least one day I get to meet Sidney Portier. Oh, always inspired me. And he, so my great grandmother was an actress and she went to Northwestern reception. She has a, a headshot oh. of Sidney Portier that he signed for her. And my mom gave it to me like two, three years ago. And I keep that and stuff. I, I even use what he put on my signature. If you ever look on the back of a Jake thing where I put like Kevin Miles and like happiness always. It's in my voicemail. So Sidney Portier, I, I know he's probably not acting. He's like 98 years old, but at least for advice. But then there's obviously, you know, Denzel Washington. There's Meryl Streep. There's Viola Davis. Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I mean, I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio is like, the Steph Curry of the, the, the acting world, you know, wow. like he just does amazing stuff to me that I'm always like, wow, it's, it's incredible. And I feel like you're just having fun with it now too. You know, it's great to see him as an actor in his older age where I can kind of see that before it was like really in depth. And nowadays it's like, he just knows he can just drop in and do it. And that, 
and that's a that's a confidence that only a veteran gets you know um hmm. denzel of course because you know he comes from the theater and so he has the same view meryl street because she apparently has a phenomenal text analysis where she digs into her characters super hard and viola davis is the same and i just feel like viola davis I hope one day also teaches because when you watch her interviews, you just learn so much as an actor as well. Yeah. And um, and yeah, I mean, ever get to meet any of them? N no, not necessarily. I went to a um, like a Q and A with Denzel one time. Hmm. It was for uh, college. Didn't get to ask the question. I was like, so like, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> and then uh, 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 I. <laughs> Funny enough, I ended up talking to Viola Davis one time on Facebook years and years ago before it was verified before. I mean, I'm sure she has a secret account now, but um, and she she sent me out for a um, a role to be her son with Vicky Thomas. And I'll never forget bombing that audition super hard. You know, I came from theater, so everything I did was for 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 five thousand people. You know, I was like in the room. We're here. And I'm like. Mom, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I could feel that you know that was a change. But honestly, it's it's what made me, you know, know that I had kinks in my armor and, and want to take those classes and be more curious to be like, okay, what is the the mastery of this for me? You know, not for everyone else, but how can I just be hmm. the best that I can be? And I'm in a profession where I can do it till I'm you know till till, till the last day. So. I know that I'm just in that journey and I'm just, I'm just really, yeah, happy to be that. And hopefully I can do some work one day that inspires them, you know, like, like, uh, uh, crap. Who, who played, who played Hannibal Lecter? What was Anthony name? Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. He's amazing. But I'll never forget that he wrote a letter to Brian Cranston after Breaking Bad. And you're like, man, that must feel mm -hmm. so great to have someone that you're just like, I love idolize you. Yeah. And then you're able to 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 dedicate communicate with them and inspire them later. Like that would be that's that's really the awards. Like I know I say like Oscars, Emmys, but in all reality, that would be the mm -hmm. best reward to be able to inspire someone who's inspired you. I mean, even with like, uh, you know, I'm yeah, Drake, you know, Patrick, Aaron, Paul, CP3, Adrian Martinez played the cheesehead. Like I want to. They're such great guys. They're such hard workers. They're such you know, they're, 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 they're for real champions. I just want to, um, at least have a moment where I let them go. Wow. I mean, proud of that kid, like, you know, like I did, he did great. You know, I want to inspire them too, you know, just like they've inspired me I, and, and they inspire everyone. So yeah. Have you had any of those moments at all where anybody has thanked you? Like, Hey, CP3 is beginning his playoff marks. Maybe he was the championship and he says, hey, shout out to my boy Kevin for helping me along the way. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not, I'm not expecting any of those, but maybe, maybe, maybe this year I'll get in on a couple workouts with them and they'll be like, oh, wow, wow. You know, working out with Kev is a, is a workout, you know? And they're like, man, you know, ever since I started working out with Kev, I really up my game. And I don't know. There you go. Elevated to a new level. Yeah, elevated to a new level. He just really put me on like a Jordan type plan, you know, Tim S. Grover, basically. Um, but no, no, I, have, I haven't had those moments, but I haven't, you know, I also haven't. Oh, you will. Moments either. <laughs> but you will. You will. You know what? 
you, you seem like that kind of guy, which is why I wanted to get you on the podcast today, because I see this guy on TV. And I'm like, who is this guy? Where did he come from? He was dedicated to acting. He's put months into this craft. He slept in his car. He did all these things to get to where he is today. And there's more greatness ahead. More greatness ahead. Right. And he signs his autographs. Happiness always. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely take him from City 48. But I'm, I just love that phrase. I, yeah. I, I'm also very blessed that that's the energy behind, you know, these State Farm commercials too, is that, you know, everything's going to be okay in the end. Like, we got you. We literally, we got you. Hmm. We, it's going to be, it, it's going to be surprisingly great for real. And, I love that that's the energy that, you know, people bring to Jake and, and I, I never want that to, to, to be tainted or anything. I always want to give that back. So if anyone ever comes with that energy, I'm, I'm right there for them. I, I know it's a special moment in time. I don't want to, I don't want to ruin that for anybody and, and I want to ruin it for me. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, super, super thankful these days, super, super thankful these days. Well, I'm super thankful that you took some time to spend with me and the people who are listening today. I really appreciate it. And it's nice now when I was watching all these TV spots and I see this guy, there he is. There's my guy. There's my guy. Thanks, man. Thanks. Right. Thanks. But yeah, man, thank you so much for having me and, and, and just reaching out and, and it's great talking to you. I mean, you do great stuff as well. So, I mean, you're definitely a legend and I know, I know that to get here is just a special groundbreaking moment um and so i'm very honored that you brought me on man thank you so the honor's mine kevin thank you very much continued success to you we'll be watching on tv thank you very much my friend thank you my friend and so there he is the actor kevin miles better known as jake from state farm and now we'll know a little bit more about jake from state farm when we continuously see him on all these commercials that the company runs throughout the nba playoffs and the NFL season. And as great as it is to watch him on those NBA games, the biggest sports headline of the weekend, in my mind, had to be what Phil Mickelson did at the PGA Championship when he became the oldest golfer to ever win a major. It had been eight years since he last won a major, the 2013 British Open. And the funny thing about this is, I talked about my brief and first trip to the Masters in Augusta. And one of the guys that I was with on that trip to Augusta told me as we were flying down that he bet Phil Mickelson that week to win the Masters. He was, if I remember correctly, plus $25,000. And so I guess that means for every $100 you bet without knowing how these odds worked, you get $25,000 in return. And I had forgotten that my friend, who did not want his name used, bet Phil Mickelson to win the Masters until Monday morning when I woke up and texted him again. I'm like, did you bet Phil Mickelson again to win the PGA this past weekend? And sure enough, he put another $100 down on Phil Mickelson to win at plus 15000 So his $100 was turned into 15000 can you imagine how much fun that must have been to watch Phil Mickelson win on its own? That was great. But if you had any skin in the game, any money like my friend did, and he won $15,000 on $100, 
That's incredible. I asked my friend to come on the podcast to talk about it. Uh, didn't want to bring any added attention to it, but he did say to me that essentially, and I quote in this text, watch out for Phil at the U.S. Open. He's going to play well, and he can win that one too. So we'll see whether Phil Mickelson can do what he did at the PGA, but I will say this. My friend was the big winner this week and aside from Phil Mickelson. Incredible to see that, incredible to watch it. All around great, memorable, historic golf performance, and really – what it's come down to is we've now seen that we are living in a day and age where these great athletes seem to be peaking later in their athletic careers. If you look at this weekend and how it went and what's gone on post COVID, we saw Tom Brady win the Super Bowl at the age of 43, LeBron James win the NBA championship at 35, Phil Mickelson win the PGA at 50. I will say this, I'm 54 years old. And it's given me hope that I can resume my athletic career and accomplish something that I've never been able to do in my career. Just incredible to watch these guys. They are inspirations to all. All right, I want to thank Jake from State Farm, Kevin Miles, for appearing on this week's podcast and being such a tremendous guest. I want to thank my great producer, Christina Buswell, for putting up with me and putting this podcast together for another week. And I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning into another Adam Schefter podcast. We're hoping that we're continuing to provide you with information, interviews, insight that you can't find in other places. We hope you'll be back in this spot again next week. When we'll have more of it for you again. And until then, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Be well and stay safe.